ladies and gents, one of my favorite things about doing uh, over under Kevin segments is the moment when Kevin doesn't know who's going to be on the other line. So there's a, a little bit of hesitation. There's a little bit of trepidation. Sometimes he just gets really like sweats nervous. So Kev, where are you right now in your terms of uh, your your brain and your your apprehension, if one would say? Well, fortunately, still a little a little elevated on a sativa, so I wouldn't say okay. too nervous, thankfully, but. Very much in the nervous. You like to cycle through it. You like to go at once we dip into the entertainment, then you like to go to someone more violent. And mm-hmm. I'm worried we're ping ponging over to the violence because I also beat the last meme maker <laughs> out the gym on over under. So I'm feeling pretty confident. Makes me nervous that you will try and appeal to the things that scare me. That's my sure. Well, this time I decided to bring on someone who not only works in the realm of the mixed martial arts production side, but also is a fighter. So now, Kev, you're going to have to deal with two entirely different types of mentalities that are coming to attack you. So why don't we bring on MMA fighter and MMA production expertise in one Ashley Lauren Rollo. Ashley, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Not too bad. This is going on very nicely, and I can hear people yelling outside of my apartment. Like, what the shit is this? All right, shut up. I'm doing a show. They're they're cheering for me. That's what's happening. (laughs) They're like, Ashley's going to be on. We got to make some noise. (laughs) I just can't tell what the hell they're yelling about. Anyway, Ashley, let's not let that ruin anything of you coming on the show. We're very excited to have you on. How is everything going over at ESPN's? Um. Pretty good. Uh, we started doing this thing called uh, the UFC. I don't know if you've heard of it, mm-hmm. but uh, you know it's you know it, it's been interesting uh, for whatever reason. It just seems like there's a card every weekend, and it's kind of hard to keep up. But uh, all in all, it's, it's been a pretty good relationship. You know okay. what I mean? Like working with Dana has always been awesome. You know, he's like just a cool dude in real life. So I mean, it, it's it was just meant to happen. Production get... note. Production mm. note. I don't mean to step on it. She's obviously the expert, but point mm-hmm. of fact, it's not that they've been different UFC events. There has been one continuous UFC event on ESPN <laughs> since it's been signed. I, I trust me. I have ESPN every time I turn it on. There's a fight on the last forty-seven hours. It's been cool. I just wanted to point that. It's been absolutely insane. Like, I, like somebody came up to me the other day. Was like, oh, so who do you have in the fight this weekend? I was like, there's fights again? Like, I just, like, before, I was, like, rattle off the names and stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, it's in Prague. I was like, wow, like, that just shows you how disconnected I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, everything's mushing together. And with this Jones card coming up, man, like, that's been, like, prime focus. Uh, you know, Jones has been on a couple of the morning shows back a few months ago, actually. He woke me up from a nap one time, which was pretty horrifying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was, was uh, going to try not to yeah, I was like, did I was, he rear end you? Be honest. Were you guys like uh, no, driving to the thing? Were you I asleep at the car? Like, just, no, I was at work and I was like just sitting there like decompressing and uh, some guy like taps me on the shoulder and I'm like in my work mentality. I'm like, what the hell does this person want? I turn around and they just keep looking up and I'm like, oh my God, that's John Jones. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? And, you know, we just started talking and stuff like that. He's a super cool dude, but it was just not something that one would expect to happen uh, at a a work day. 
I mean, it got yeah. weirder when he was like, "Hey, do you have any pee I can borrow?" Um, just, just what are you doing friend, right now? You saw this here. <laughs> can you answer the door for me? No, I'm just kidding. He's been drug tested a billion times, so I'm sure all uh-huh. those drug tests will be nothing but inconsistent and explained to the T's. But the question I have for you, because mm-hmm. the very first, very first ESPN Plus. There was mm-hmm. a little feedback that I think you guys got on a certain commentator. Yes. And I think we were curious to get your thoughts on that because Kevin and I definitely came on our show and we had our expressed ideas and concerns. But what was some of yeah. the feedback that you guys were getting right away? Well, I mean, first off, off the bat, uh, everybody either loves Stephen A. Smith or they hate him. And, um, you know, I know him personally. Uh, he's very down to earth. He's probably one of, he, he's the kind of guy that if you were hungry, he would, he would buy you a sandwich. Like, he's just like a really cool dude. You know, he really is passionate about what he does. Um, so him getting into a sport that is slightly outside of his realm, because, you know, you hear him talk about, uh, football, basketball, like he knows everything, even boxing, like he's gotten, pretty well versed in boxing and then you take him and you put him into a new sport it's going to take some adjustments but uh i think all in all like he's he's learning the whole realm of mixed martial arts okay because you know like think about it think about even let's say you know with jujitsu like there's jujitsu from brazil and then now all of a sudden you hear oh like ashigarami and now they're speaking japanese and you're mm-hmm. kind of learning you know brazilian stuff and japanese stuff and you know after somebody does it every day like yeah it's, it's tough and difficult you know so imagine somebody who's never had any exposure to it for the most part you know like only you know in passing and uh hey you're going on national tv and you're going to go talk about something you know because it, it's not like a football game where you can really study i mean you everybody knows like with fights like it, anything can happen you know what i mean Okay, so I got a wild idea here, and I, I want to get yeah. your response to that. Yeah. Could they, I don't know, get somebody who knows stuff about it? Because, again, I don't well, want to hate anybody. And I'm just saying, like, you sound well-versed enough to just be like, Steve, sit down. It's okay. Let me. I'm well, going to take the microphone, <laughs> and let me chat at the people. Well, here's the thing. I, you can tell that there's a difference between when Stephen A. was sitting at the desk versus when he was standing up. Hmm. When he was standing up, he was kind of out of his own. Yet some of the things he said at the desk sounded almost as if they were coming right from my mouth. Hmm. <laughs> Amazing how some yeah. of those things just happen. <laughs> and I just so happened uh, to be there, you know, mm. in Brooklyn. Okay. I'm just saying, day. okay, well, that's fine. I understand. You you have a real <laughs> surrogate uh, Arrested Development situation going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Stephen a, you say Stephen A. Smith, everybody pretty much knows him. You say Ashley Rollo, and, you know, unless you're from New Jersey, you're like, who is that? You know, and uh, right now, like, to hype up a sport that is, like, I still think it's up and coming, yeah. you know, it, to the world's largest sports network with the largest fight promotion, you're going to want the largest face. Like, if you think of ESPN, name one person that comes to your mind. Stephen A. Smith. You know? People love him. They hate him. They love to hate him. You know what I mean? No matter, even if he did an excellent job, people were going to have something to say about it. But it's creating dialogue. So I think to get the name out there, if you think about it, think about how many people were watching, like, retakes 
of just stuff Stephen A. Smith said, whether they had good things to say or bad things to say about it. You now have a different audience now tuning into ESPN. I know. I didn't really watch ESPN that often, you know, aside from the sports, you know, here and there and the occasional morning show. Because I, I like MMA. Ariel didn't have his show yet on air, you know, and even mm-hmm. now it's, it's not that often. So, like, what do I care? But now Stephen A. Smith is talking about it. They're having guys from the UFC on the morning shows. Like, Going to interrupt Ashley real quick to tell you about our friends at NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Engineered to hug those hips and your hips don't lie. Give them what they need. Engineered for breathability, design, movement. Head on over to NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Free shipping. U.S. and Canada. Orders over $80. 30-day money-back guarantee. What do you have to lose? Go get some North South Jiu Jitsu, the best gear. You know, sometimes. Point of order now. I have a question for you. So you're, and to me, Stephen A. Smith, I have one very specific complaint, and that's that I love the NBA and I love MMA. So I wanted him to like shift it into fifth gear, be like, that fighter looks like Kyrie Irving. Attitudinal. I wanted more like actual. But you work. Stephen A. Smith stuff. Yeah. Well, just I'm saying, obviously, I'm not urging him to do this. That would be a terrible move for MMA fans. You're going to be like, what the fuck is that guy talking about? (laughs) Who is the Greek freak? It's a cool fighter name, but I had a lot of things. Now think about it. Now people look up Giannis and they're like, oh, okay. That that guy is pretty pretty big even though nike basically ruined him <laughs> i'm not saying <laughs> i don't think Stephen a Smith made any i think it was an inside job oh no <laughs> was, oh yeah the, now we're getting to the job. actual uh, we're getting to the parts that are making the producers nervous here. She's she letting things. off. I was going to say, she hears things. <laughs> She's but Kev, what were you finishing up saying there? No, just the my Stephen A. niche. But So you are you a g- generic sports fan? Because you work in sports television. Just sort of like... A- uh, okay, I'm going to be real for, with you. Mm. Um, I just started watching basketball. And I mean, when I say just started, like this time last year, I could maybe name three or four NBA teams. And then uh, I started working on NBA countdown. And then like, you know, some of the hosts kind of got on my case for not having a team. And I actually had a draft and one of them happened to be in the hall of fame for the Celtics. One of them played for the Pistons. One of them played for the Bulls. And I told all of them, I'm going to hold my own mock draft. And I decided on my NBA team based off of mascots. So that just shows you just how into other sports I am. Okay. But real talk. But, here, uh, <laughs> My wife was famous because I'm a huge compulsive gambler. I will bet on anything. And I would put together in college the March Madness brackets. And my wife, Mm. who also likes to gamble, would look at me and go, I want to do one. Uh, Can you pay for it? You know, Mm. you're in charge of paying for it. So you pay for it. And I was like, why am I paying for you to do nonsense? You don't know who Mm. these teams are. And she's like, I am basing it on which mascot I think would win in a fight. So that is how I'm going to pick. And I'll be damned, she actually did the best and won the pool, which means I got my money back, plus more. So she's what we call in gambling a good return on investment. So there's nothing wrong with using mascots at all. Um, But here's the good news. This is the the part where you and Kev now overlap. Kev might actually know more about the NBA than he does about MMA, which is confusing to me because he does a show about MMA with me. Well, I mean – even if a clock is wrong, 
uh, right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are also both right and wrong twice a day. She's yeah. in fight right. camp. Listen, She's... I've been up since this morning, like this morning, obviously. <laughs> uh, well, that, no, I did a lot of training today, and I'm severely dehydrated. So I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> By the way, so I so I want to get to your training in just a second, but you went on a vegan or a vegetarian kick oh, for yeah. a week, okay. right? And you so were posting photos the... all week of food? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing, right? I, I'm one of those people, if somebody says, Ashley, I bet you, whatever it is, it could be stupid. It could be, I bet you this pen that you can't do X, Y, Z. Well, come hell or high water, Ashley's doing X, Y, Z. Not because she wants the pen, she just wants to disprove whoever it is wrong. Yeah. So somebody was like, "Hey Ash, you know, I make they were making fun of like vegetarians or vegans." I was like, "Yeah, like name one time a person was like, oh my god, I'm so hungry, I want some tofu.'" And apparently, that's not the right thing to say when there's a bunch of vegans behind you and you're in New York of all places. And I was in. Uh, you know, Soho, obviously, um, hipster territory down there. <laughs> and uh, one thing led to another. It, it got into this whole thing where I made a bet that I can go an entire week just being vegetarian. And let me tell you, I was successful. It was the absolute worst thing I've ever done in my life. Um, I had <laughs> dreams about bacon. <laughs> and I went to medieval times, and I was the saddest kid in the world at medieval times because... I couldn't eat the chicken with my hands, but I prevailed and I now have free Starbucks for the next month. Wow. So oh, if, damn. Yeah. And for somebody who runs on Starbucks, it, that's a, that's a giant win. It How does was, that work? Do you a, have the person go with you to the Starbucks and go buy it for me? Or do you just give them the receipts and go like, or do oh, they no. put it on a No, no, card? no. They I'm mobile sorry. order it for me. I tell them where I am and what I want, and they just mobile order it for me. It's fantastic. It's the absolute greatest thing that, that could have ever happened to me. That's how sure these people are that I could, honestly, I was weak. There was a few moments of weakness. Not going to lie. I had friends, uh, they were eating some burgers, and I was sad because <laughs> I wanted a burger. But then I'm like, well, this is a good way to jumpstart, you know, my cut, you know, because I still have some pounds to lose. Let, let's do this. And, uh. You know, I, I found some good alternatives. I found a fake turkey roll that I will say was pretty decent. And uh, I made pulled pork out of jackfruit. So that was not that awful. But, you know, I did it. And uh, never again, I can now say that I've lived my best life because I've tried being a vegetarian for a week. And nope. So <laughs> I don't have to worry about doing that ridiculousness again. Well, I just felt bad because I looked at that and I said, oh, she's in fight camp. Oh, and she's doing what seems like a bet during fight camp. These are choices. Oh, yeah. 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 I, uh, I'm, you know, I, I come from a you know mentality where put up or shut up and somebody called me out. I wasn't going to back down. Well, this is going to bode well for over under Kevin in a minute. But Kev, yeah, do you want to ask? As long as he accepts losing. Well, <laughs> say, I cannot afford one. Starbucks for a month. <laughs> and I had to Google what mobile Starbucks drop-off was. I live in oh, yeah. Denver, Colorado, which is not a... I mean, it's not a huge city. It's not New York City or that uh, side thing that it has attached to it that gives people attitude. Oh, you mean that awesome side? I forget the name of it. But yeah, it's basically America's uh, ass tattoo of basically just our general... But I had to scroll down our city's list of listeners, Raph, because I was for sure. I was like, 
no way do the people in Sterling, Illinois, or Glass now Glasgow probably does. Um, there was definitely a small town in Saskatchewan, Regina. To the people of Regina, I can't afford Starbucks for a month, but no. at least this does bode well for a nice feisty bet. Um, because mm. you can just hear her Irishness sticking mm-hmm. through. She's ready, she's ready to get this going. But okay, well, Kevin, call, I, wait, wait, wait. Did you just call, hold on a second? Did you what? just call me Irish? I, was I wrong? Did I? <gasps> the, I mean, oh my God! I'm offended. Like a... I'm Italian. How did you not hear the crazy through the phone? <laughs> and on, I, I have Googled your name. I'm just trying to get her. Point all of order. Point of order so here. Right. Double white people. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <God>. Both <laughs> no. of you just arguing, being like, "Well, I'm from this part. Oh, I'm a little bit further north." Shut up. Same thing. Here's what I would do. Name one time do. you went to an Irish household for a dish of macaroni and meatballs. Yeah, except you know who I get crunk with? <laughs> Irish people, because they know how to party. So I, Italians want to party, too. I'm just saying we're all on the same boat when it comes to drinking. I will ask this, though. What's up? I like that your response to not being called Italian is to become nine times more matzo ball Italian over at the air. Like, someone okay, will, didn't I'll mention you were Italian, that. you knew we were like, oh... This well, is an well, excuse no, to get me we, going we here. Ourselves. We pride ourselves on uh, if we call it pork roll or uh, mm-hmm. Taylor ham and what part of Italy we're from. You know, I mean, it's it's like this whole weird society we have here down in uh, Jersey. So we take <laughs> that serious. not kidding on that. I do know that much. Kev, you had questions about her training, though, because this is the part when we realized yeah. that she's not only doing MMA on – a job front she's also doing it on the training front for a fight coming up she's fighting at 127 pounds nan coker sbg buford uh ashley you train out of team henzo gracie new york yeah uh, i'm going to like this yeah is, i mean it's a touch I, uh, I gotta say i um i mean i hail from you know the northeast so i mean henzo's is right there at our disposal. I, I'm in Dante's during the week, you know, after work sometimes. And, you know, we also have Ricardo Almeida. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a, a Zabit, but uh, <laughs> he also trains out of there. So I'm both fronts. Like, I have a sick team backing me up. So I, I, I got to say I'm tough. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about your fight. It's coming up, I believe, at the end of March, correct? And March 29th. Give us the particulars. Yeah. Like what? What is it? And so who, it's what, a when, fight what? for the NFC. I'm fighting Nan Coker, and it's a charity fight. So normally you get a fight purse, you get you know you keep a percentage of ticket sales, this that and the other thing. Well, for this fight, um, there's a wonderful promoter. His name is David Olbos, and um, he's with the NFC. He goes, "Hey, listen, we're doing this charity fight. What's your take on it?" I was like, "Oh, you know, charity fight. Like what the what the heck is that?" He's like, oh, well, you know, you donate your purse, you donate this, you guys can raise money up on the side, and it all goes to charity. I was like, all right, I'm in. He's like, that was that was not really a lot of convincing on my part. I was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for a good cause. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, so um, it's it's going to be you versus somebody else. And they, they came up with this weight at like 115. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then one thing led to another. It's hard finding somebody at that weight. For me, I had to go up a class to 125. So I'm now fighting at 127, I think, is the over. I think okay. that's what it is. That's and, what uh, it is at nfcfighting.com. Fight for charity. Yeah, it's, yeah, 
honestly, I just know I always show up underweight just in case. So, you know, right around 125, and uh, it's going to be March 29th at the Monday Night Brewing, and that's in Atlanta, Georgia. Fun fact, my team does not like flying, so we will be driving down to Atlanta. No. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's it's, going to be a fun couple of days in the car. Wow. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a good time. Um, maybe we win, maybe we lose either way, you know, like we, we did it for a good cause because I'm fighting for warriors of purpose. It is a nonprofit organization that was started by a few celebrities, uh, Rodney Laveau. Um, and this other guy's name is Kevin. And, uh, it's, to, it's a foundation geared towards people who are depressed, whether it's from the military, cancer survivors, you know, people struggling with addiction, people who have lost uh, family members and friends and loved ones to suicide. So it raises money for this charity who puts on these, I, I don't want to call it a show, but it's more like a seminar to get okay. people together, get people talking about mental health, because that's something that's severely wrong in this country where, you know, people are quiet and when they start talking about mental health yeah. for one reason or another. So I was like, you know what, I've lost a few friends to suicide. That's it. That's it. You know, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to fight for. So uh, I signed up, signed my contract and yeah, made the best girl win. You know, I'm not one of the two who's going to like sit there and talk trash about my opponent. I mean, she's putting in the work that I'm putting in, cutting the weight that I'm cutting. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to, you know, downplay her in any means, you know, so far she's been very respectful of me. So, you know, nothing but love. And, uh, Hopefully we can hang out after the fight. <laughs> say nothing but love until you heel hooker, because I can already, you can tell a leg locker from a mile away, Raph, and Ashley seems like one. The fact that I've taken a couple of combat sambo classes means nothing. I hate that. I always but, hate uh, that. You Whenever know how, they add you know how sambo, are. yeah, it doesn't matter what you add before or after. Sambo combat is probably the worst combination of those things of being like yeah. uh, somebody had mentions like do you want to do Sambo no do you want to do combat Sambo really no 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 that's a hard no yeah so. hard pass everybody well okay I think that's a great cause I think you have uh, an amazing thing going on uh, before we even go any further because we're going to get to the game in a second but um I do want to ask are there ways that people can contribute because we have people listening in yes. from all around Yes, actually, uh, on my page, um, I don't know how they'd find me, but it's Ashley Lauren Rolo on Instagram. I have a link to the t-shirt. Bonfire.com cool. backslash team dash fearless. That sound right? Yes, that's it. Look at you. Awesome. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it. And uh, all the proceeds in the t-shirt go towards the charity. Like, I'm not even going to see a penny of this. Like, literally, the t-shirts are sold and then... They just write a check out to uh, the charity. I'm trying to get something going for uh, the New York, New Jersey, tri-state area kind of thing for mental health. And then probably if if we could get one going down in Atlanta because, uh, you know, I need to show uh, them some love, too. So, uh, yeah, so if you guys could purchase a shirt, awesome. Um, if you guys are living in the Atlanta area or looking for something to do March 29th, uh, you can purchase a ticket through me. And again, 30%, I think they said, of the ticket sales goes towards uh, my charity. So that'll be pretty cool. And uh, yeah, you know, any of that would be awesome. That's great. And, you know, we're about to go to the game again, like I mentioned before. 
And it's really important to me that we give you an opportunity to cross-examine because we've asked you all these questions. And I don't yeah. know that you need help in the trash talking element of the game, but you don't really know Kevin as a person yeah. yet. So do you have any yeah. questions for Kevin that would help inform your trash talking before we get to the game aspect? All right, let's see. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, he's from Colorado. That just opens the door right there. Okay. Um, I don't know. You know? Like... All your assumptions yeah. are true. I can just tell you right <laughs> off the you know bat. It seems like you probably have a pretty good guess. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to look him up on the internet. I'm just going to go into this blind, and whatever comes to wow. me comes to me. Let's wow. see how that okay. works. These are these are bold, <laughs> bold things. You know, well, it, it, I can at least help a little bit, Raph. Uh, recently back to training after a few injuries, and don't mind telling you, had to move up a gi size. So, you know, anything vegetarians on the, on the table, but <laughs> damn, it's miserable. No, we'll uh, we'll chat shirts, too, because here we go. Okay. Well, let's do this right now. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't we transition to the game of Over Under Kevin? And now it's time for the thrilling installment of Over Under Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we come to a part of the show that is called Over Under Kevin is one of our favorite segments to do. It is our way of previewing the upcoming UFC pay-per-views. The rules are very simple. The way it works is we go out of order. We preview the entire card. Each participant on the show gets 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. If I so deem it, they get time for rebuttal or cross-examination. And more importantly, while we do judge technically on who gets the more picks correct as the winner, uh, we actually really prefer to, in our hearts, say the real winners are the people who talk the best trash on the show. Do you both understand the rules? Kevin, do you understand the rules? I haven't been this fearful of an Italian woman since the last heated conversation with my mother. So let's do it. Let's do it. Ashley, do you understand the rules? Do you accept them? I accept it with a smile. Oh, look at that. Oh, man, Kev, she she's really going to be one of your, your toughest opponents she because that. <laughs> I feel that she's bobbing and weaving right now. I feel like this whole <laughs> fake facade niceness of like, oh, I accept it with a smile. Hmm, it's like, mm, I don't trust any part of that. Uh, all right. Before we start, do you have any words that you would like to say to each other? Keep in mind, the beginning part of the show was you guys being nice to each other. Now you can start to talk trash. Kevin, would you like to start? Yeah, I just can't wait to enjoy all the pasta and carbs over the next three weeks because I'm not cutting weight for any sort of fights. So I feel supremely confident because I'm in a good headspace. Mm. I'm I'm going to really enjoy beating you. Uh, you know, I might be cutting weight the next couple of weeks, but that just means I'll be beach body ready to go hang out at the Jersey Shore. You know, a little <laughs> oh, bit ahead of schedule. God, yes. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah, all right. I'm all set to go. Why don't we go straight into the game? Our first fight is a bantamweight fight between Marlon Alole Vieira and Frankie Sinise. And, Kevin, who do you have in this 15 seconds on the clock go? I'm going to go with Sinise because I'm always hoping that there's going to be – eventually Buffer's going to lose it, and he's going to struggle to get these names correctly. That's what I'm banking on, and I think Sinise could really confuse him. I think he could come on Sinise. Don't quote me. All right. I, I have to. Uh, Ashley, we've got 15 on the clock for you. Who do you have? I'm going to say Vera. 
and I don't think it's going to go to, I think it's going to wind up going to the judges just because both of them are a little mentally unstable. Um, you know what I mean? But I am going to just say that uh, Vera is going to win just because he has a better camp, I think, supporting him. Uh, he's out of, um, I think he's in New Mexico or something like that. And uh, they have really good access to Gracie Baja schools and Gracie Baja affiliates. So, okay. uh, you know, right. I'm going to go right. with him. Your time is up. Kevin, they're, here's my question. not people in New Mexico. She's making that last point <laughs> up massively. Kev, here's my question for you, and I'm a little concerned on this. She's into their well-beings. Do I did you hear feel that. that I did hear that. She's able a... to speak on their well-beings uh, with some uh, validity to them, or do you feel that she's just ESPN making it up? It's hard to tell because the confidence mm. comes from everywhere, <laughs> but <laughs> there definitely appears to be a moment of like, I talked to Marlon Vera. He tried to take my water bottle, the crying bitch. It's like, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just saying, I, I just go, I go from the heart. We'll put it at that. Fair enough. Ashley, speaking from the heart, why don't you tell us who's going to win this late heavyweight bout between Misha Serkinov and uh, Johnny Walker, which is apparently alcohol that's fighting in person. Let's go. <laughs> you know what's funny? When I saw that, I was like, who? I was like, why are they putting alcohol in there? Like, I thought it was like some type of like weird <laughs> type thing that they were doing. Um, personally, I'm going to go with Walker. You're going to go with Walker yeah, on this one? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Kev, what do you have on this one? Uh, always been more of a Jack Daniels person in terms of Walker's fine. It just has that little bite. But I, they couldn't find one other person with an alcohol name to go against this guy. Like, was Jeremy Budweiser busy? I'm gonna I'm gonna go across the aisle here with the uh I'm just taking a confrontation. I'm going with Misha because I you know I like Misha Tate. So here we go. Okay, it's not Misha Tate, but I do like the Same idea name. that this really really does set up like what seems like a bout with alcoholism though. It's like she's fighting her sobriety. He's <laughs> this, going up against his fear of heights. This fight would make me take a long look at the mirror. It's like, oh here we go. <laughs> Uh, Kev, we're going to keep this going. It's a bantamweight fight, and I'm excited about this one. And it is between Cody, Gar, yes. and Pedro, Moonhose, a friend of the podcast, I will remind you, Kevin, and 15 seconds on the clock up. Oh, and I love Pedro Munoz. And oh, I love no. I love him, but I gotta go. Oh, no. I gotta go with the guy who is also definitely gonna spend the most amount of money on a haircut on this card. There's gonna be no one that spends more money than Cody Garbrandt on his appearance. I'm a little worried we're at a fork in the road where Cody Garbrandt's either gonna become like Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake. Like it's gonna wa waver one way or the other. It's like now he's got money. He's like I don't care, but we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Uh, what do you have for this one, Ash? I actually agree with him. I can't believe I'm saying that, but Cody all the way. Team Alpha Male, man. You don't mess with Uriah. I mean, those guys are nuts. So, one hands down, Cody's going to win. I think he's going to get a, a knockout. Oh, well, she, agreed with, she agreed with everything I said. So but you could put it on the record. <laughs> Kevin and Ashley think this is a real Justin Bieber versus Justin Timberlake <laughs> moment for Cardi Garber. There's the yeah. that's a tag. Okay, but Ashley, do you feel weird agreeing with Kevin this early in the game? You guys are only three fights in and you're like, already starting to say, like, I kind of see his mentality. Ugh. No, because I, like I said, I'm not one to talk trash. You know, um, mm -hmm. I win. I win. 
You know what I mean? I, I'm pretty confident in my picks, uh, not to say anything, but uh, this last UFC fight, I only got two of the fights wrong with what I call, and I even got all of their, you know, submissions, decisions, et cetera, correctly, too. So um, I'm not worried. We may oh. agree on this, but I really don't think we're going to agree on a lot of the other things, just judging by his attitude and poor taste and sport choices. Okay, okay, but Kev, here's where it gets a little tricky. Did you know that she picks this well I, outside of here? I did not. That, I, that was news to me, but I was also distracted by her Instagram feed because we feel the exact same way about cheesy fries also, Ashley. <laughs> we are. We got a few things that we're at least in cohorts about. All right, all right. Oh, God, cheesy fries. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, this oh, is my strategy. I'm going to try and piss her off. Get it now. I'm just going to mention things with carbs and cheese subtly. <laughs> wow. I see that Kevin saw your niceness and was like, I know how to get around this. All right, let's go to our next fight. It's a welterweight bout. It is Diego. Is he nightmare still? Is he happy, sleepy? I don't really know where he's at at this point. And Sanchez versus Mickey Gall. Ashley, you're up first. 15 seconds on the clock. Go. Oof. Honestly, I'm going to go with Mickey Gall. Jersey represent. Um, I just know that he's been training really hard and with a lot of different camps. And I know that they've, They've been really pushing the envelope on this one, and they're pretty well-rounded this time around, so I'm going to say him. Okay, Kev, what do you got on this one? While I support polyamorous fighters, and I think it's a fine way to get around and meet new people, and I'm not trying to judge his lifestyle or his fight style, Diego Sanchez is a grinder, and I'm honestly trying to remember if Mickey Gall's still good. I know 5-1, and one, there's a lot of hype over. I'm... Uh, I'm going to go with Diego. I'm just riding with the podcast guest. I already dissed Pedro, so I got to come back here. So it's a weird All thing right. where we learn to know him because of the whole CM Punk aspect of his career. Okay. And it's a weird... Thank you. That's what it was. <laughs> he beat it's a up weird CM thing Punk. Where we don't remember where we left off when somebody beat CM Punk. We're like, but you're supposed to. But the fact that you didn't do it even within 10 seconds makes me wonder are you good or are you i don't remember his jiu-jitsu is very good kevin that is something that we can remember however remember that, yeah. diego sanchez uh has fought so much i don't know if that works for him or against him and i feel this is a conversation that we're going to come back to a little bit later um i am excited to see where this match goes you were talking about why you were excited for this card is this part of it kevin because this is the the very first fight of the card i believe on pay-per-view no 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 this is the first fight of the preliminary card uh, oh right, the main card. That's Garbrandt. That's our boy who's as who's as most likely to like tear a quad in a sex injury as I think <laughs> any fighter we've had in a while to go back. <laughs> Sorry, I've been thinking a lot about Cody Garbrandt. I watched a lot of him as like one on one videos. <laughs> Hold on, time out, Kevin. <laughs> shut up, Ashley. Do you regret agreeing with Kevin now about Cody? I don't take their. Uh sexual uh, expertise into account when picking a fight. I'm um, just saying you but, still arrived at the same thought that he had, even though he took a very different route, like the scenic route there. Yeah, that, that was a big scenic route. Um, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive now with my choice, but I'm still going to go with Cody. Okay, that's fine. I'm not I'm saying you need to change here, it. I'm just sitting here shaking my head trying to figure out where that went wrong. <laughs> well, Kevin, so sometimes... Cody, if it happens, obviously. <laughs> Kevin is uh, not above using what we call the abs test to figure out if he's going to pick a fighter here or there. Um, so that is part <laughs> yeah. of the criteria. That abs and tattoos price. used to be really helpful. And then the UFC completely changed around their website. And now it doesn't yeah. even 
if you talk, if you happen to see Dana Ashley, could you mention that the new website sucks? And it says oh my odds God. under it, and it doesn't have the odds. It doesn't have anything. The fight card stuff's gone. It's gone. Yeah, listen, I there are so many things wrong with that website. If people actually started doing math, they'd realize that there's a lot of things wrong with that website. So uh, I'm not going to really comment on it, but I will yeah. include that in my next text message to Dana. P.S. What's up with the website? And I, Dana's response will just be like, shut up, dummy. No one cares. I on the like, air. No, I, if he gets mad, I'll be like, oh, no, sorry, Dana. I was drunk. I drunk texted you. <laughs> you know, I'm cutting weight. You know how you talk when you're cutting weight. You know how it is. <laughs> I blame you know, DSPN. Like, uh, I want to get I was this. Like, this fight. is a subtle sabotage, but that's a conspiracy theory. They were like, hey, change it so everyone though. comes to us. Done. <laughs> Worked. Yeah. All right. Bantamweight fight. Cody Stammen versus Alejandro Perez. Kevin, you start us off 15 seconds to go. Yeah, I'm going with Cody Stammen. And this fight, these two have fought like a combined 40-something times. For the, this one, I was also on the, it's going to be subtly a very good fight, but I'm going with the favorite. Okay, we go to our next match. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, Ashley, you tell us. Who do you think is winning? 15 seconds. Stamen, what is going really? on? I, ha- I literally picked this. I have it circled on a sheet. I'm going with Cody. Just okay. because he's a Michigan top team, man. You can't mess with those guys either. Spell Stamen with two N's. That's how much man is coming into that fight. I think that he just has such a long fight history, and he's won. Like, it's not like it went to the judges. It, it Literally, he's either gotten a knockout or he's gotten a submission. He, he's gotten both. You know what I mean? Like, he's more of a jiu-jitsu guy. Like, you, you see that he gets more of his stuff done uh, that way on the ground than he does in uh, knockouts. But, I mean, early on in his career, man, like, he was he, – he's just very well-rounded, so I'm going to go with him. Okay. Ashley, you're going to keep us going. It's a welterweight bout. And for this one, I'm actually putting 30 seconds on the clock because I want to know who you think is going to win in this championship bout between Tyron Woodley and Kamaru Usman. Go. Usman, 100%. Um, He is strong. He's up and coming. Uh, He's out of the Black Zillions. Uh, They are crazy down there. I would say right along with... uh, black house as far as like intensity goes uh his cardio is just absolutely ridiculous and i mean he's literally won like he's he just he won he wins all the time and uh you know what i mean a lot of them have gone to decision it's not most of them but uh i think that in this he's got it okay kev you can tell she's a pro she heard the bell she got her finished her point i'm taking tyron (laughs) woodley because there's a little thing called respecting Uh. the champion Ashley, I, I understand Italians treat the heritage with just a, oh, run of the day, we'll change pasta, whatever. We'll put cauliflower in it. Tyron Woodley has been the barometer of which we tastefully view this weight class for a while. Tyron Woodley retains. Okay, okay, Ashley, I, I have to put 15 seconds on the clock for your response because before he even got to explaining his pick, he just mentioned that he was going for Woodley. And it's just, ugh, ugh, why were you so insulted? He's going for Woodley. Because, like, he doesn't have anything to really go against. Like, yeah, all right, so he beat Damian Maya, whatever. A lot of people beat whatever. Damian Maya. 
No, they you don't. Know what I mean? That is scientifically <laughs> not true. Um, first of all, yes, the last couple of times Damian Maya hasn't exactly fared so well. He lost to, and I'll I'll read it: Tyrone Woodley, Kamaru Usman, and Colby Covington. Huh. He he beat Lyman, which is absolute insanity. But you know, whatever. People can get submitted occasionally. Okay, well, versed on the landing on that one. Kev, what is your response to this? Did you hear, did you want to stop commentating when you heard, ugh, the first time, but the second time was definitely like, ugh, and that is your opinion? God. I'll tell you what, I ducked with the amount of tone. Uh, She said, I'll read them out loud on Damian Maya's last three losses. So I would say I'm feeling a little rattled and I'm only mildly tempted to change my pick to Usman, but I'm sticking with it. I'm riding with tradition. Okay. Well, I believe... Your tradition's wrong. (laughs) I'm excited for this fight because of nothing else other than Covington is not fighting in it. And that's a great (laughs) feeling to me. Because there's nothing better than somebody trying to troll the internet and be like, oh, you fucking nerds, huh? Look at this. I got this uh, interim type. Wait, it doesn't mean anything? No. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. But you know what? Uh, apparently, whoever wins this should be fighting him, question mark. I don't really know how this goes. You know, with the Oprah mentality to interim titles, who knows? If you have one underneath your seat right now, Kev, can you look underneath your seat to see if you have an interim title, please? I actually have checked, and I'm looking at Verbal Tap Legal. We do not have any interim titles here. In well, this. we mm. will we'll change that. We we're going to make sure. That. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk with Legal. Yeah, that's that again. All right, women's absolutely insane. It's stupid, and the fact you know, that we're you know already why? looking at three more. It's the fact of the matter is, is they're just putting up too many shows and guys who would go months on end without defending anything. Now are like, oof, we got like a 90 day policy now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's at that point where uh, I think it's, what is it? Like if they get knocked out, they can't fight for like six months or something. That's when they get yes. medically cleared and stuff like that. Even now though, like you have these guys putting in these vicious battles. Oh, you got to go defend it again because that's what the people want. And when they're popping out a card every week, you know, when it used to be like one or two cards a month, it's 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 ridiculous. It's, it's well, like I, you know what? I'm interim champ. You like, you might be. You honestly <laughs> might be. You know what I mean? You actually have a much better shot. I just always yeah. think of it like this, where you know somebody like a Cerrone and a McGregor, if they're going to end up fighting, there's been talk of like, oh, maybe we should make it be for like a title or an interim title. And I go, no, 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 no. They can do it on their own. They don't need a, a title to invest the people. No thinking. one gives a shit. What about a golden cowboy hat? Just That's off the top of my That'd head. That'd be pretty. That actually would well, work. Cowboy well. has those cowboy fight promotions. Maybe he can start like co-mixing with the two of them. Ooh. If he has his own fight promotion now. Yeah. Does, yeah. All right. Let's idea. continue on. Uh, we're going to go to a women's strawweight bout. It's between Tisha Torres and Willizing. And Kev, you start us off on this one. I'm going with um, – well, so this has been difficult because I've been taking older fighters all night. But I liked the longer fighters if I can. And love me, the tornado, but I got to go with Willizing. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why don't you tell I'm us, Ashley, who you're going answer. for? <laughs> I'm not changing my answer. I'm going with her, too. Like, stop. Stop. I ha- I promise I have these circled. Like, I'm, like, looking at you're like, making fine. sad faces. Don't worry. I've already disagreed with you enough. 
and I have Misha Tate written down. I don't think she's hiding. So <laughs> don't worry. You stand by your picks, especially if you're good at this, because um, you know people are trying to gamble here. So don't worry. Okay, but but for yeah, a split second, <laughs> uh, Ashley, put on the earmuffs real quick so you can't hear me talk directly to Kevin. Kev. Okay. Um, is she breaking right now? Just feels a little like she's breaking. I think like, I think oh, she thinks she's breaking shit. because that third time when you guys were agreeing and she realized that she's following you. I'm a little concerned for her health. Okay, uh, I might have to stop this if it gets. You know what I mean? Like you got to get in there as a ref, as, as a, a moderator. Sometimes you know, keep an eye on it. All right. Anyway, just to let you know, uh, Ashley, are you okay? Can you see how many fingers I'm putting up right now? Uh, yeah, sorry, my name is uh, not TJ Dillashaw, so I'm good. <laughs> that was also super awkward. And that's what I love about when I'm looking at that event. Because I look at it as a fan, and then I look at it as a production guy. And when mm-hmm. I look at it as a fan, I go, well, we didn't get what we get. But then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, when I look at it as a production, I go, you motherfuckers are going to make me fill for an hour now. Yeah, Shit. That's literally what happened. And you know what's funny, though? Like, Henry was in studio that week, and I looked at him and was like, listen, dude, I mean, you're going to win. He's like, thanks. No, I was like, no, like, I, like, legitimately mean that. Like, you're going to beat him. Because my thing is, like, he said he goes by length. I will, I honestly pick who goes and does their weight cut. And um, I just think that TJ had a bad cut, so off the bat, I knew, like, he wasn't going to win. A, a cut is what can make or break a fight. Anybody can learn to throw a punch and a kick or a choke. You know what I mean? It's it's the cut, the science behind it that really makes or breaks a fight. So that's true. how I pick my well, fights. You're using a little thing called evidence and science and maybe a little bit of the Long Island new medium powers, but that's not really what's important here. Uh, what yeah. I want to get to is the women's bantamweight bout. Now, Ashley, you're going to keep us going on this one. It's Gina Mazani versus Macy. I didn't know Macy's a fighter. Chica on Okay, who do you have on this? Macy. Macy, okay. Macy. Bye. Honestly, Bye. I know very little about them. I'm just okay. going purely off of who looks the scariest, and 1,000%, I'd go with Macy. Okay, I can't Pineapples, I'm out. Well, I'm going to go with my Italian cousin, Gina Mazzani. Because I've got a little thing called loyalty, not to the Italians. I, I want to scrap all this. I want to get away from it. I'm going to go with Gina just to be contrarian. Nothing to do with heritage. There we go. That feels good. All right. Let me let me get to this part. I'm excited for this bout. And, I mean, here's the weird part. We're finally here at these guys. Because we've been talking about this gentleman being in the UFC for so Long Zabit and no, okay. I've suddenly started to dig at her because that was a real swat across the driver's seat moment. That was good. <laughs> I like that you just didn't have any patience. Shut up and let him finish the intro. He's All right, fucking talking, Kevin. <laughs> 15 <laughs> seconds on the clock here for Kevin to tell me who's gonna win between Robbie. Man, he's still fighting Lawler. And Ben, I mean, is he going to do it? Askren, go. My instincts were, well, Ben, Askren's way younger. And my instincts were incorrect. <laughs> ben Askren's 34, and he's been fighting in Bellator. Yes. No offense to the organization famed for having Dylan Dennis on the roster. But I'm going to have to go oh. with Lawler on this one. Okay. Uh, Ashley, what do you got? 15? As much as I hate to say this, I am going with Ben Askren, oh. even though I don't like him. Uh, that, okay. that literally physically caused me pain to say that. Why? I, I, I feel bad. 
Why? Because Ben is just, and I don't think it's going to be a knockout or submission. I honestly think it's going to go to the judges. I, I just think like Ben has got, he is seasoned, but he was fighting in Bellator. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like people who fight in Bellator are either up and coming or they're retiring. And he's found some guys who've been fighting for a long time and some new kids who really are just getting their feet wet. I think this is going to be a pretty big test for him. And as much as it hurts to say, I really think that he's going to show himself up and uh, just win. So here's the confusing part for me as a fan is watching this fight and thinking we've just seen Ben Askren try to become a heel and he's been a doofus heel this entire time. And we have a lot of people who I know who listen to this show or who watch our memes who are always like, why do you guys give so much shit to Ben Askren? He's amazing. And I go, no, he sells his fights terribly. They're all so corny. And when they say that he does really, really good trash talk, I go, who are you people? This is terrible. Now, that's not to say that... I can't even that, understand him when he talks. Well, he seems to think he's really, really witty. Um, but... His hair is I funny. guess the... His hair, I mean, when he's... I, I don't really care about his hair. And the thing is, he's an amazing wrestler. And, yeah, he's wrestle-fucked some people around. And I don't know that that necessarily makes for the most exciting fights. But, you know, there, there's a method to it. So I have some respect for that. But whenever he's selling a fight, I just go, I'm so bored. Could not be any bored. And the other mm. side of this equation is Robbie Lawler is somebody who I look at and I think, you know, the only reason we don't know what to do on this fight is it feels like Robbie Lawler has been in a cocoon. Mm. I saw one article on him that goes, I feel better than ever. And I go, I don't know if I believe you. But that's I something people you. over 35 say. I, this is the best I've ever felt. <laughs> I was doing it. I'm on the Tom Brady thing. Feel great. Because mm. if you look at it, the last time we saw him in fighting – we saw him December 16th, 2017. So yeah. that's a little concerning to me and a loss to Rafael Dos Anjos. So we'll see. But I'm yeah. very much rooting for Robbie Lawler because it would be nice to have everybody shut up on the Ben Askren train. But <laughs> I believe me too, but... And if he wins, fine. So I, I've come to a very even kill place on it. Kevin, this is the moment when we tell the guest that we usually put a wager here on the show now of course we all do mma and jiu-jitsu so uh it's not a financial wager because nobody makes money here kev what are some examples of bets i'll pay you, you in pop tarts <laughs> uh, don't tempt me with that hold <laughs> like on. i've heard it up <laughs> uh, kev can you give us some examples to her yeah never pop tarts so there's been some social media challenges some embarrassing photo stage in fact one where we were trying to make ourselves into uriah faber's most embarrassing photos um, there have been some shirt exchanges as well as some food challenges. Um, I was oh. challenged to eat a huge, oh God, Sabuki yeah, raft. I forget what yeah. that's called. Pazuki. Pazuki. Still, <laughs> still uh, getting what is that? Almost done with the surgery. Wait, then we'll get, then so we'll get that. Pizuki here's what down. a Pazuki is. A Pazuki is, uh, there's a restaurant called BJ's out here in California it's and it's a giant cookie that you put ice cream on top of, it's delicious. Now, you're supposed to share this with friends and family, but somebody said, hey, Kev, you have to eat that by yourself. And, you know, it's good. It's just not something I recommend people eat by themselves. You can, you know, in the same way any pizza is a personal pizza, if you really try hard enough, it's kind of Mm -hmm. like that. So, Ashley, without saying what it is, do you have an idea for a bet? 
Not a clue. I mean, okay. I'm not. I, I'll agree to pretty much anything. Like, not a problem. Confident I am. <laughs> you've got. You've got three, <laughs> I don't like that. You've got three fights to come up with uh, a bet, and if not, we can come up with one for you. But here we go. It's a middleweight bout. I'm going to have you go next, Ashley. Between Edmund uh, Shabazian and Charles Boyd, go. 15 seconds. Honestly, I'm going to go with Shabazian. Because of the name school? Honestly, yeah, just because. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I literally this, know very little about that fight. Rap like, it, I, rap. Honestly, like, this was unanimous. <laughs> yeah, both Everyone's team Shabazan, because that's an awesome <laughs> name. I'm pretty sure that's the thing that you say in a DC comic book that makes you a superhero. So <laughs> There's some real <laughs> comic books. and you're like, oh, cool. Um, let's go to the next fight, because I don't know anything about either of them either. <laughs> Featherweight bout between fight. Jeremy Stevens and Dag Zabbit. Mm, yeah, I'm not saying that name either. Kev, you go beat. first. She's well. Don't piss off his training partner. On the other side of this, dude. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to be. You guys, if you, you can't go over Kevin, it's Kevin. Well, no, sorry, she's saying the right things here. here. Yeah, that's fine. But do the, the decorum. I like a Jersey people just walk into this show and be like, "I will go for this." That's not your turn. We pump our fists, not our gas, bro. Gotcha. We always have a party What's going. It's a, she's in reference to a very antiquated law that only exists in Oregon, otherwise, where you can't <laughs> pump your own gas. It's a major pain in the ass if you've ever driven through their 974 toll booth rich state. Oh uh, Kev, why don't you tell us who's going? On I've got list. Zabit also, and okay. I'll tell you why. No fighter on the planet looks higher than Zabit while he's fighting. I'm not saying he is. Obviously, he's not. But his resting heart rate goes down yeah. <laughs> during the fight. Like He's just like, oh, I'm fighting someone now. Oh, he wants uh, to go on the ground. Oh, he wants to kick. I love him, just as, a, as an anthem holder. Fair enough. All right. So both of you have a beat on that one. All yeah. right, let's go when, to our... I've seen that boy run up the sides of walls and just jump over five feet and land on the block. So, I mean... Does he do... Yeah. Um, what's it called? <laughs> Parkour. Um, Parkour. I, he could. I okay. mean, that whole family tree, whatever they do, they could be the best at it. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like his whole, his whole family is there. Like, we have the same nutritionist. I'm telling you, man, they feed them something over there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's some good hints. Um, let's go to this. I'm very excited. Let's get to this main championship bout. I've got 30 seconds on the clock. Actually, you're going to lead us off. It is between John Jones, your friend, the champion, versus Anthony Smith. Who do you have? Go. John Jones and Seriesens, uh, Roberto, and Brandon Gibson. Boom. That that's all you got on that one? Listen, the fact of the matter, you don't have to say anything else. He has Brandon Gibson teaching him hands, and he's got Roberto teaching him on the ground. Like, you don't mess with, like, a, first of all, you don't mess with, like, a Gracie Baja guy. You know what I mean? He He's, I know he's made some mistakes in the past. And listen, I even told him, I was like, dude, I didn't like you when I first, like, heard of you. But now that I got to know him, Jones all the way. Okay. Okay. That's a good way to introduce yourself to somebody, by the way. I, lo- I know that celebrities and stars love when it's like, hey, I never liked you to begin with. And I go, cool. Thank you. Uh, Kev, who do you have? So 
Anthony Smith is who I'm going with. And I've been trying to do this for a while where it's okay. justified. And I think I've just been doing it nonstop. But I got to hear him talk a little bit. First of all, he's from Texas. So massive wild card on the probably kind of wants to slap John Jones. Two, voluntarily fighting out of Omaha, Nebraska now. Uh, okay, it's cold. And it's Omaha is a great city, <laughs> city, but it's very chilly. This is Anthony Smith's time, and he just uh, he I like him. I'm going with it. Oh, good for Big you. Upset. I might do, I one. might put some some dollars on this. I wouldn't. Okay. Okay. Um, he wouldn't. He's got a little sub time. Don't you want to be on the other side? He, you know, he really doesn't have to. He he could continue going on. That's not to say he won't lose. It's just. Daring someone not to lose, I give you Floyd Mayweather. And I believe that there are a lot of people who have a lot of voodoo dolls who have proven very useful for other people, but not for Floyd Mayweather. It's so so there's that. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to even. Kev, we need to do some tiebreakers in case, because you guys have agreed to a couple of these, and I haven't exactly figured out how many uh, you guys have on the same side. But oh, I got the list right here. Don't you worry. In the event that you guys have a tie, we need to do performance of the night, and that goes to two people and fight of the night. Kev, who do you have for your two performances of the night and the fight of the night? <laughs> Potentially, I, there were rumors he was going to pull out of the fight because of a sex injury. But Cody Garbrandt is my first. <laughs> okay, is my first nominee. Followed up by <laughs> and this one's very simple. Robbie Lawler for a KO, and obviously, okay. fight of the night is going to be when Anthony Smith and john jones fight each other because it just has to be okay uh ashley what do you have on this one i'm gonna go with zavit just because i oh, think he's gonna it. pack something ridiculous Shit. and for the fight of the night i think it's gonna be tyrone woodley versus uh Usman. you have one I more uh you get to on give out one more of the night yeah performance oh um <sighs> You could just say don't you need to that confident. Mm. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mickey Gall, Jersey. Okay. Okay. And Gracie. So you know what I mean? Like it's a win win. Okay. Win. Well, let's yeah, do this. See We've... what I did there? Mm, yeah, kind of. I mean, I still enjoy the fact that both of you have come up with some auspicious picks. Uh, at least for the rationale, especially with Kevin. Kevin, here's my question on Cody. Did you decide the sex thing was based mostly on his neck tattoos? Sure. Okay. Yes. Yes. The neck tattoo is always – ask me anything about Cody Garbrandt. And I'm like, it's the neck tattoo. It's just every time I see the amount of neck tattoo time, I just think like – yeah, you're not at all somebody who has a large overlap and a Venn diagram with me, but oh, I'm glad you fight well. And so. I want to be—I want him to have a reality show. He's someone I'd love to see more of. <laughs> I think we should do the Ultimate Fighter, except for fighters that have been doing it for seven years. <laughs> they just all come stay at a house and train for two weeks. Here's great. what I would like for Cody: if you're ever gonna do a reality series, I want them to play themselves when they were in their 20s. Because I feel like Cody's way more leveled out now, but I'd love to see him in his early 20s uh, life story, but him recreating with wigs and uh, with a little <laughs> bit of uh, CGI technology. So that's that's my wish on that one. I think it would do way better ratings and almost make a, a Drunk History-esque uh, sort of telling of it. But anyway, Ashley, we've given you some time. Yeah. We gave you three fights to think about it. Do you have an idea 
for a wager yeah, I want, that you would you know like. What? I want I want you guys to come up with something. I want to see what Oh, that's, that's fine. You guys have, yeah. We always defer to the guests, so that is always our way of trying to be uh, good hosts. Kevin, do you have something in mind here? Because now you found out that she has an intense gambling habit that can give you Starbucks for an entire month. Which, by the way, if I do that math, and I know my wife goes to Starbucks every day, so I know that math. Adding New York City prices too. Oh, that's oh. ah. <laughs> so rough. Kev, do you have a much more uh, safer and moderate bet to make with Ashley? Yes. Okay. Based off oh, of... I, I just thought of something good. Oh, the oh, score no. is yours? A lasagna no, uh, no, 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 no. I was going to say, uh, you know, if you win, you could pick out my weigh-in uh, outfit. Oh. It could be ridiculous. It could be normal. So You win. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, what do you I, get? I was about to say, there is one problem with this, which is Kevin does not fight or jujitsu professionally. So, what, yeah, what what would you have on that side then? Mm. He, oh, I don't know. I can't think of it, though. I, I, I okay, okay. Think, like, I'm just so confident that I'm going to, like, <laughs> I haven't even thought of what I'd have to give up. Okay, um, Kev. Kev, you, why don't you start thinking about it, Kev? What would you, what is the comparable thing for you then? Oh my God! Not eating meat for a week <laughs> was that what it was? Because you said you pissed yeah, off I vegans. Had, I, just just... To, I don't know. If I, listen, I don't like you, but I don't know if I'd ever do that to you. Oh. No meat for a week is awful. Listen, that's inhumane. Okay, well, I think it's like illegal. I lose. I'll buy couples shirts. I'll buy like three of these shirts. Okay. Fearless at bonfire dot right. com team dash fearless. How's that? Yes. That oh, it comes in a V-neck. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I like that that was really the sell point for Kevin. His love of deep Vs is something that cannot be tamed, my friends. Uh, Ashley, let's do uh, this. Right. We always watch the fights and we uh, reach out to our guests and say if they would like to come back. Would you like to come back next week and talk about the fights? Uh, after I would love the- nothing more than to rub it in your face that I was right. Oh, great. Ooh, okay. Well, that made it a little bit um, aggressive. Scary. <laughs> you know, it's not scary. It's just this isn't bad for me. You, I'm like, talking I end for up me. Okay scary is the word. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you but actually, MMA fighting Italian New Jerseyan. <laughs> yeah, I'd I say I'm scared. Psychopath. <laughs> that's, that's up there. Like. I just everyone in criminal profiling is like, go on. You you yeah, hit the exactly. three. <laughs> At least three dateline producers listened in and be like, Well, I don't know what happened, but can you tell me what your life is like? This is what um, they'll play when I disappear, Rap. This is what they'll play. So, Ashley, here's the thing. We're gonna bring you back next week, but let's do a reminder. Let's plug all of your stuff. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, honestly, I don't do Facebook just because it's just too dramatic. But you can find me on Instagram at uh, Ashley Warren Rollo, and uh, hit me up. I mean, if anybody ever wants to chit chat and get actual uh, funny pics from a real person and not Kevin, definitely hit me up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what's up. Well, that's great. You know, Ashley, you're so uh, open and helpful, and I like the fact that we have a true passionate fan and fighter uh, working over at ESPN because it makes us feel a little bit more secure. Because here's the thing: you get the Ariel, and he's not a fighter, you know. Like he kind of looks at stuff and is like, "Is that a Kimura? 
and you go, oh, baby boy, okay. Yeah. Then you look at the chail and you go, well, he's not the most professional, but he is oh, funny God, and fun I to watch. Chael. So, yeah, you, you yeah, know what the nice yeah. thing is? We love when we have people there who can really raise the professionalism vibe. And uh, we appreciate you coming on the show today. You're a lot of fun. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having on. And, um, you know, if you guys are ever in Jersey and you want to see some jujitsu, come hang out. Probably you know very unlikely, especially uh, the way you've <laughs> represented Jersey today. It is not likely I will go out that way. But uh, You can take our kids' class. No worries. Okay. Yeah, I think there might be a problem with parents complaining about how fat I am compared to their children. Um, but I would 100% count the amount of taps I get. I beat Ashley, the shit out of some kids. Although, famous last words before I'm, like, tapping to a heel hook. It's like, what are you teaching them? Our, yo, our 14-year-old kid, he beat a grown adult in a jiu-jitsu tournament. Like, grown adult man who's been training for several no, this years. this is 100% my nightmare. This is- I get it. <laughs> Especially when but, I see like the Rotolo twins just like starting and I go, just stop it. No, you guys chill. I don't need you to be any better. Uh, Ashley, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring it back next week. We thank you so much for coming on today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on. We'll be no right problem, back. Man. Raph, I feel like real big wigs when we talk to mm. someone from ESPN, which is how I will be referring to her. And I mean, she's also a talented fighter. I mean, mm-hmm. fights with some tough dudes. So thanks. That was a blast just uh, chatting with Ashley on all things UFC 235. Now we are going to turn our attention to some things that Raph covered in person. Combat yes. jiu-jitsu. Right off the bat, did you get slapped? Nope. Thank God. Whew. And... I was on the walkout side for, I think, the left side. So I got a lot of notes from people saying, I saw you, uh, which is always fun. But I also appreciate the people who, again, send video or photos of me, which I guess is like a hunting game. And uh, they always pick the moment now because I wasn't eating at this one. I purposely did eat. <laughs> you, we're gonna we're gonna give Raph like a complex. <laughs> you are. I know I, I've been encouraging it, and I still am. But let's just take a moment. You didn't eat at this one. No, I didn't eat at this one because <laughs> I I space out the time that I do eat. So contrary <laughs> to belief, there's a lot of thought that goes into this. And it's usually like I know the times I need to eat so that I he don't had die. Some crackers, like a snack in his bag, he's <laughs> eyeing it like an hour to go. <laughs> this, I just... this would have been a good thirty for thirty. <laughs> the event, Rapis Barza, didn't touch food. <laughs> well, the the way it happens though is instead of not eating, I got people who sent, I guess, either video or photos of me not taking photos. So they would wait for the few seconds that I'd be like, oh, okay, I can't get that shot or they're too far from me. And then they'd send me a note and be like, well, look at how hard you're working there, Raph. And I go, I took a second. That shot's not good here. Leave me alone. Also, my long lens wasn't around. Someone knocked it over and it ran away from me. It was a tough day. Anyway. A-hole knocked it over. Can I tell you, though? Yes, they did. And I was not pleased about it. And uh, to be fair, the people who were next to me who did knock it over – uh, when we were introducing ourselves, I was like, hi, my name is Raph, and we didn't know each other. 
And, uh, you know, they're always like, oh, okay, cool. What do you, what do you cover for? I was like, oh, a verbal tap. And they go, oh, yeah, I've heard of you guys. And I go, don't suck up to me. <laughs> you just stop flirting. You How dare have you? not. We are. Right. It doesn't. Tell me about it. And what country are you downloading from? Because Kevin obsesses about it. But especially when they say, I've heard of you guys, you always think, like, there's not an army of us. There's two. Yeah, and there's also, like, a point where they don't, well, Verbal Tap Legal just gave me a look, Raph, if you can stop cutting out the credit to the, but there's always an element of when they don't tell you, it's like, I've heard of you, and they don't comment further, it's just like, well, thank you for acknowledging Mm -hmm. my existence. Well, I felt bad because I looked at them and I was like, well, I haven't heard of you. (laughs) Yeah. So, Unless he's like, I'm one of seven people that downloaded it in Frisco, Texas, and then (laughs) I would know you. I've been looking. Yep. Yep. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about the fights. I want to give uh, recognition to Yuri. I thought it was an amazing performance for him for two matches because uh, he had an amazing match with Steven Martinez, who I don't know why people continue to sleep on Steven Martinez, but he had an amazing match with Yuri. Took him all the way to the distance. It went to overtime. Yuri escaped with just a little bit more on that ride time. And then when you go over on the other side – Thor made very quick work of Kevin K.O. Casey, this one known as Kevin King Seriously, that's actually surprising because Kevin K.O. Casey, famous for his role on Tough and as a musical performer, he's a rapper. And I saw, God, he's good. Like I saw something, I feel like I watched his music video, but immediately I can't stop not seeing him in G and McGee. Because he's yes. one of the two people that does the jujitsu in the like in front of the car fire. So, sorry. I just wonder, do you <laughs> put that on your resume to continue it going 100%. on, or do you just okay. got to put it on your resume? I just anyway, seeing it after knowing who Kevin K- Casey was, I was like, <laughs> ah, yes. It really does fill in some blanks, if you would. It definitely, you look at it and you go, yeah, okay, I understand now. I do want to make sure that people understand the following, which is uh, the match between Yuri. And Thor. Thor was very aggressive, taking an ADCC and IBJJF champ to the limit. Almost made Yuri Samoas do that pro wrestling tap where his hands in the air and it's about to come down, and he looks like he's kind of signposting the audience. And he beasted through it and then came back and ended up knee barring uh, one Thor blank. So there were real no losers on this side to me because I thought. They both had really, really strong performances. And then on the bantamweight side, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Red Alarcon who I got to talk to a little bit later who uh, did an amazing job. So there's that. You had Bia Mosquita who just looked beastly. And you know what the worst part is? I have an interview with her, spoiler, and Rad. But I actually gave her shit about not doing combat jiu-jitsu in her combat jiu-jitsu debut. So just to let you guys know, I hear you. I ask those questions. And you do like to interview people. You've been very clear. There's always tried it. Hey, I tried it. I I think there might have been. I think Yuri's okay, but I definitely think he was trying to examine his legs. So that is the reason why we did not get him. We have reached out to him, and unless he wants to be put on the Nikki Ryan Hall of Fame, uh, he's not quite dead to me yet. I want to make sure he's okay, but he's on the list. We definitely like to let him know. We would like to interview him about that performance. And hopefully those milk carton memes have been helpful. But you got it. Hunter Coleman. I was excited. I'm just excited to see. Uh, we know his. We know Jams. 
Mm-hmm. He's talked about Hunter a few times and since that moment we've gotten to see him. Had a great performance at ADCC Trials. Lost to a bit of a buzzsaw in the hangar. And yeah. then takes this event and was probably like the big winner in terms of how with everybody that fell out. Even yeah. our, our man Medina. Yeah. Rolling to coach some which, wrestling. Which I get. Which, which is great because I was like, I don't know, maybe the card is going to change. Maybe Medina won't be on the card. And then two minutes after we publish the podcast, well, hey, guys, I'm not going to be at that one. Okay. <laughs> we did personally call it out as something we'd like to watch. We but don't. you know what? We don't hold grudges, Eric. We don't. No. There's always another, and this is actually very true, there's always another combat jiu-jitsu tournament. There will be another one. And there will be. The next one actually is coming up in uh, May. And that's going to be with Geo. Yeah, it's going to be a combat jiu-jitsu tourney. And I think – so that's what Red had advanced to. So your, again, reward for doing combat jiu-jitsu is more combat jiu-jitsu. So Red won his way to go ahead and uh, compete there. Guys are getting good at it. The girls are getting good at it. Everybody's starting to figure this shit out. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, I was a hater at first. I'm starting to turn around on this a little bit more. I mean, I still would like to have a regular EBI here and there, but it looks like it's going. And it would be nice if it was all on. Just put it on ESPN Plus, then. That's where I'm at. Also, just kind of say something real quick, which is listen, we love you, Ben. We love you, Brandon. I'm okay with you, TJ. I mean, I, I've met you, TJ. I think you're very okay. We've been very, very cordial to each other. Um, I just don't know you as well as I do, Brandon or Ben. But the production was rough, y'all. This was honestly the roughest one I've been into, I think, maybe in my whole EBI experience run. I was getting weird things coming through the speakers that I was right next to. I could actually hear the commentary and they were completely on the opposite side, but the audio was switching all over the place. We got signals that seemed to signal that aliens were coming. Like it was rough. And I know that they ended up having to re-record the audio the next day because Brandon uh, put up a post that said that they had to go back in. So my compliments to the team for trying to make that happen. I just hope they get it together for the next time. I, been in productions i know what it looks like when things are going awry it's just uh this one was rough so i'm just saying we know a guy named octavio villanueva you should probably call him anyway that's i'm what gonna I got ping pong over to people that also have figured out some of these production things espn plus I swear to God. they get it they know how to do things a little just a scotch you know, I'm not saying they have a little bit more to their resource disposal sports-wise, but they do seem to have a certain panache to the production. I will give them points. Thiago Santos with an awesome KO. Fun fight. I watched it quietly at work today, which rocked. <laughs> Stefan Struve, who told him about the choke of the podcast? Okay. I want you to finish your compliment because I might have a different place to go with Stefan Struve right now. Finishes with the arm triangle choke, 221 of round two. Yes. Pretty awesome. Would you like to hear my take on this? Yeah. Okay. Stefan Struve, amazing fighter, been around for a long time, had some very high profile fights. When you're a little bit bigger, you do worry about the health. So when he did signal at the end, he did seem to be saying that this would be his last fight. 
And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with saying, you know what, dude, you put in your time. It got really weird, though, because he was saying that sort of language where he goes, hey, guys, I just want to let you know this is maybe the last time you'll see me in this uh, octagon. And he's kind of taking off his gloves. And we're all thinking to ourselves, oh, and he gets the crowd to, like, clap. And they're like, yay, man, thank you. And then he goes, well, I mean, maybe. We're not sure yet. I got to go, you know out of here and i go no 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 no! you don't get both stop that pick one if you come out here and you say i'm done you don't get the added benefit of like i might be done or i might not clap because it's like getting the pop for retiring and then saying like yeah but i might not so there was a lot of language throughout that and he kept doing it where he's like you know yeah it's definitely looking like it's gonna be the last time until maybe i don't know I got to go back home and maybe think about it, but it looks like it's bad, guys. I mean, I might not, but I might. So I, stay tuned. I kind of enjoy it just because it's withholding and it keeps guessing. <sighs> not even that it's withholding to me. It's more so the fact that you get both pops. You get the pop for winning the fight, which you've earned, and you get the pop for retiring, which is like, hey, man, that's awesome. Immediately followed by. Yeah, but I might come back. I mean, we all know retirements and MMA is bullshit. So, see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks. There, I'm trying to look at the other fights that I remember. Because I, GN, Beyonce, that one. Oh, that was a quick one. With Arisha Shark. Knocking out GN, Beyonce. Liz Garbouche went the distance. John Dawson kept getting uh, accidentally kicked in the Yanks. He was getting a little upset in the first round. But overall, fun fun card with some explosive Yeah, points. I enjoyed that one. That is going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tab, which means it's time for some shout-outs. We did shout-outs. We did the other day. You know what? You this guys already bonus. got shit. Well, we'll just shout-out. Um, tune in, especially if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area. But NFC, number 118, Charity Fight Night, Friday, March 29th, Monday night. Brewing Garage, which sounds effing awesome. Fights begin at 7 p.m. You can watch Ashley Rolo, Dante Rivera, Team Hanzo Gracie take on Nan Coker. That'll do it for us this week at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...